This is episode number 223 of the Homeowner Show. Whether you're DIY or looking to hire, we're here to help you find the best information and options for you and your home. My name is Kevin Hackett, and here with me is Craig Williams. Hello, 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 and welcome to the Homeowner Show. We're so glad that you could join us for another live episode here in the Homeowner Show studios. How you doing, Kev? And I'm doing fine. Nothing, nothing major. I mean, we just got back from Thanksgiving, which was amazing. Yes. And awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, I love hanging out with uh, my family and doing the whole Thanksgiving thing that we do, which is... The turkey jig. It's unique what we do for mm-hmm. Thanksgiving. We all <clears throat> meet up at a, like a lake house. It's more of a lake cabin than right. anything else. <laughs> for a week with like 40 of our closest family members. <laughs> and uh, then more people show up on Thursday. And it's it's a blast, dude. So much fun. Yeah. And we, like everyone's in campers, right? Pretty every, much. Well, yeah. I mean, so... There were fewer campers than there normally are, but yeah, we've got an array of campers set up. We're actually going to be building some more camper sites soon, but some people stay in the house. And uh, but, dude, oh, I forgot to tell you this. Okay, uh, we need our, so we used to cook, uh, smoke all of our meat on an old refrigerator, right? I remember you, uh, you saw yeah. the picture of it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, well, that has run its course. It's <laughs> it's the swamp smoked, ate it. <laughs> yeah, it's it's smoked all it's going to smoke, and it's been flooded. More than once. So, um, we, uh, what one of our family members bought a 55 gallon drum. Okay. That uh, was used to store uh, pig skin fat. And so it was like cooking purposes. For sure. And um, they were selling them for five a piece, $5. A $5 piece. a piece. And he had to buy five of them in order. <laughs> so he bought five of them, 25 bucks. And we built a smoker out of it. Uh-huh. And have you seen these barrel smokers before? Oh, yeah. Where you hang meat from them? So we we didn't hang anything this time because we couldn't find any hangers in time. But uh, we he rigged it all up, put a couple of racks in there. and Dude, it, was, it worked really, really well. Yeah. So it was I, awesome. I'm actually thinking about getting one of these uh, chest smokers. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Right? It's just like the freestanding uh-huh. pellet or yeah. propane, however you want to, which, what, however you want to go about it. And I'm... Set I'm it and forget it, in. smoker. I'm all in. Like, people, these purists out there are crazy. Yep. Because these pellet smokers, here's the problem with smoking, which, which we do often. Mm-hmm. Um, but, like, the problem with it is you, you got to get up at, like, whatever time and check the temperature and make sure it's working. And then if it's not, you're going to have to adjust it. And you, you might be up two or three times for an hour at a time getting everything working. Yep. But these pellet smokers, man... You just dump a load of pellets in, go to bed, yeah. wake up the next morning, and everything is perfect. You have brisket by lunch. Yeah, so really perfect. what we're saying is our problem with traditional smoking is that it's actually work. Yeah, well, yeah. Yeah, I'm, and I'm fine with that. I mean, at the end of the day, the result uh-huh. is what I'm going for. Yeah. More than the process. The purists, they love the process, which I, I'm fine with. The process, if I have time for the process. Right. But I really don't like disrupting my sleep patterns <laughs> just for the process to happen. Me you know? either. Me either. So, yeah. Anyway. So, dude, we uh, we played a massive game of pickup sticks at the, uh, the oh. Williams Ranch yesterday. Oh, yeah. I yeah. saw I saw the, the stick pile. Yeah. Okay. So, we, we took the ATV around and we kind of made a game of it. We had, I mean, like, we had so many downed limbs from the storm mm-hmm. and just, you know, trees that had died. Yep. Everything. So we just went around and picked them all up. We have a massive pile of firewood now. Mm. Yeah, so, it's going to take a while to go through that. 
It'll be yeah. fun though. Oh yeah. So I mean, s'mores, hot dogs. Yeah, and like with the, it, it was me and the three kids. I mean, it took us maybe hour and a half to get all that. <laughs> if you saw the pile, <laughs> like the, the pile, I mean, is, it's like it's almost six it's, feet tall. Oh, it's it's yeah. well, it's taller than I am. <laughs> we'll, we'll just put it that way. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, we don't we don't have a whole lot to do tonight. We have a lot of stuff coming up. Yeah, we do. And so we were just kind of we're gonna take it a little bit easy. We're uh, we're gonna talk about the live events, and we got a couple of news stories we wanted to. Uh, to tap into here. Uh, so real quick, uh, we're, we've got two live events coming up. Yeah. Uh, one on December 1st, which is actually this Thursday. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're going to be at Rowdy, well, not we, I'm going to be yeah. at Rowdy's Dance Hall yep. uh, with a special guest host that mm-hmm. we're not announcing yet because we're going to, you know. It's, as, it's a mystery. That's right. We want to, you know, encourage you to come and see who that's going to be. Yeah, but show, if you're in the Houston area, uh-huh. you might as well show up. Yeah. It's going to be fun. Oh, yeah. There's going to be so, hundreds of owner-operators uh, in the in the homeowner realm. Um, and so it's it's going to be a great event. We, we, you know, we used to do a bunch of these two years ago, you know, pre-pandemic kind of stuff. And so that's that's starting to come back, which is really, really fun. Yeah. And so then we have another live show December 14th. I don't know why. I mean, like all of a sudden, we got a lot of live shows coming up in December. And yeah, it seems like springtime would be more of our uh, our our time in the sun. But you, you know, think? I'll I'll take my time in the uh, the overcast sh- shadows of Houston. Absolutely, um, because it's going to be a little chilly, and I like being inside. Mm-hmm. Um, so anyway, we got those two live events coming up. Uh, we'll keep you guys posted and post on social media uh, about those as they're coming up because uh, they're going to be a lot of fun. Sure. And so we're, we're actually going to be broadcasting live from both of those. We're going to have some, you know, special guests. And uh, like I mentioned before, on the one on the, the first this Thursday, we're going to have a special guest host. Okay. So that'll and be. The other one's on the 14th, right? Correct. Okay. Yeah. Did you say that? And I, just I think it? I did. But okay. if not, it's worth repeating. There you go. So <laughs> First and 14th. That's right. Um, and, and so that's that's really about it. Well, yeah, we got it. Well, we got another. We got a probably. At this point, I think it's safe to say our most frequent guest is uh-huh. coming back. Oh yeah, uh, she Next hadn't week. been on. She hadn't been on in a long time. I mean, but I, I don't know how the timeline's going to work out. We'll we'll go live with her, but the audio probably won't come out for like three or four weeks, right. depending on what all happens. Um, so we just never know with the live events if we break those up into multiple shows. That yeah. that actually might be something we'd like to hear from everybody. Would, would you guys prefer it when we do a live event, when we come back with the podcast? Would you like us, do you want like one long audio segment or would you like us to break it up into smaller chunks? Because typically those live events go a little bit longer yeah. than, than shows in the studio. Yeah, but they're, I mean, they're good small, sh- because we'll get different guests. Different guests. From, and yeah. And so, yeah, but uh, so Christy's coming back. And what's interesting about her is we haven't had her on since she opened up her new business. Right. Which so, I've been paying attention to that. She's she's got some cool stuff going. Yeah, on. she does. So yeah, if I was if I was building a house right now, you better believe right. I'd be in her showroom for sure, checking some things out. So and um, if you uh, followed the episode, I think it was was it two episode two episodes ago with Tanya, she's officially announced the name of her podcast. Mm-hmm. So you can follow her on social media, and that podcast is going to be launching January first. Okay. So, and then you're still uh, guesting on another podcast. Yeah, we haven't even talked about that, have we? We have. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you've talked about it. Yeah, so uh, WDW for Families, mm-hmm. which is uh, Walt Disney World um, podcast directed toward families and just the whole idea of, hey, how as a family, how do you go to Disney and enjoy it? And It's a family-friendly podcast. There are a lot of 
Disney podcast out there, and they talk about politics, and they talk about this, that, and the other. Um, we, we try to have fun with it. Um, it's been, man, this podcast has been around for 10 years, mm. and uh, or over 10 years now. Um, but, they, you know, they've had some hiatuses here and there, and Anyway, we're uh, we I've I've been asked to to come be part of that podcast, and you may even be on it from time to time. It's it's a um, possibility. So I don't know. It's a it's a pretty cool. It's pretty fun. Yeah. So we, I, there's a there's a show I'm going to be on uh, next week. Man, I can't remember the name of it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> it's really super interesting, y'all. Uh, it's going to be a great. It's one. it's a, it's a business podcast. Sure. Um. And and so I'm supposed to go on there, and I don't, I don't even know what all he's going to ask me about. But I'm just going to when I when I'm on it, I'll post it, and you know we'll we'll reveal the name of the podcast then. So <laughs> it's 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 all also yeah. a mystery. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so well, I mean, we we have other podcasts reaching out and like wanting us to either bring their guys on or us go on there. So it's that's always fun. Sure. Um, but I'm gonna I'm gonna sort through a couple of uh, news stories that I thought were interesting. I always like to uh, to bring some some relevant news to the homeowner, um, and I I haven't heard these yet. Yeah, Kevin doesn't. So. Kevin, does, I do I, I do this research um, <laughs> five minutes before the show. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, really, like I, I I try and keep an eye on this kind of stuff because I find it interesting, and I think I mentioned. Um, well, I'll, I'll talk about that in a minute because this this one actually interested me because it was just posted five hours ago. Um, and it's talking about how uh, residents of Cape Cod um, may be forced to replace all of their septic systems what? under some new state regulations. And apparently it has to do with nitrogen pollution. Like apparently the existing systems are creating a nitrogen problem. So are, I, I assume that the existing systems have been around for a while, so they're probably regular leach line or yep. whatever, yep. nothing... And it's getting into the the public water systems, like oh into the bays goodness. and the estuaries, and so that's like it's disgusting. It's yeah, it's polluting it with nitrogen, which that's not usually the thing that you hear about. No, in in water. Um, so anyway, <clears throat> excuse me. That need look if that's happening, that needs to happen. <laughs> <laughs> well, the, the the problem is, um, it, it's okay. So what what this story is saying is that it's gonna it's gonna cost people somewhere between. It's going to cost people roughly thirty grand. Well, that's to, not surprising to upgrade if you, their to if you go from from a traditional septic system to the newer the newer style that has the spray heads and all that kind of stuff. Like just installing, and we just installed one, and it was a smaller system. Well, let, let, let me let me let me let me let me say this because I know you're talking about installing one. It's going to cost thirty thousand dollars just to put a nitrogen filtration system. Oh, uh, so they're not going to—they're not going to uproot them and well, that's, do new ones. That's that's just putting the nitrogen filtration system in place. Okay, so they're—that's in addition to probably having to replace their septic systems that's being forced on them by the state because of the nitrogen pollution. So where where is the nitrogen filter going in? Is that going on like the individual systems or like at the end of it somewhere? In the in- individual systems. Oh, dude! So you're being forced to yeah. They, they're to saying upgrade to the what is it called? The you've got the nitrogen filtration system. No, 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 no. The two different kinds of septic systems. I just lost. Oh, name. aerobic and anaerobic. Aerobic and anaerobic. So you're going to an anaerobic anaerobic system uh-huh. from an anaerobic system, and so that in and of itself is probably going to cost you. a at least ten grand to just put in a new one, let alone uprooting the other one. So that's probably another three yeah. grand. So you're probably fifteen grand in plus thirty grand for a filtration system. 
Look, if you so live here, in Cape Cod, you can probably afford it. Here's the other thing. Is it saying <laughs> um, to to convert all of them to municip- municipal sewer systems, which would then be managed by the state? Oh, yeah. It's, okay. It's, that would require them putting in sewer systems for 12,000 additional properties, and it would cost an estimated $1.4 billion. Oh, that's not surprising to me. So... Um, Did I, I don't think I told you like it we so we have water at the front of our property available uh-huh. to run that line back to my mother-in-law's house instead of using our our existing uh, well just the line was going to cost twelve thousand dollars oh jeez just to bring the water in a pipe that's it I mean it's like that's not trenching it that's just the that's it's unbelievable amount of money that's just water imagine doing that for a whole sewer i can't imagine the yeah and the mess that would cause like just you're tearing up streets and all kinds of stuff man it's no good yeah so this one it will be quick and dirty uh so shout out to eric g because this one comes from portland oh um so i also like how they frame this story at the beginning of it um it says help for homeowners as foreclosure rate sees rate seeing small but steady increase okay and so they frame the opening volley of the story that says with a potential recession looming homeowners are feeling the pinch and like anyone that pays attention to (laughs) to this knows that like the the federal government recently tried to change the definition of a recession because i mean essentially we've been in a recession for months right um and it has to do with like gdp okay and it like so anyway we're in it as far as I'm concerned, we're in a recession. Yeah. Right. And and so they reference this gal on on Twitter who says that uh, the data that they're seeing so shows foreclosure activity is up fifty seven percent since last October. So a year ago, wow. basically. From a year ago, foreclosures are up fifty seven percent. Well, that makes no it actually makes I mean, sense. It well, do you remember what we were talking about a year ago? I do. Like with the, um, no one, you're not able to kick people out of their homes. Right. Yeah, so, we were, you, yeah, it was like, you you couldn't get rid of them. In fact, we had that the weird, The banks couldn't weird, kick them out? Yeah. We Landlords couldn't story. kick them out? Yeah. Remember? I do. We had a, a squatter, someone who sold their house and squatted in their, yeah, their house. Their house. That someone else bought for like a year. I know. And they couldn't get rid of them. I, yeah. That's ridiculous. So, I, and I think, I think that's probably... And they're, they're saying we're still not seeing, like, 08 numbers, you know, from the housing crash. But, like, okay. Well, <laughs> we're probably, look, we're probably not going to see 08 numbers. But we're going to see something similar. Yeah. I mean, it's it, it's going to be different numbers, but it's going to be a similar effect at least. Right. Well, and so here's here's the here's the thing that's, like, this, this irritates me. So... <laughs> It's saying that they're putting a hiatus on the homeowners assistance programs that the federal government implemented during COVID. Okay. Right. And that, so Oregon received $90 million in that program to be distributed to people who are on hard times. It doesn't say that they're out of money. Right. It just says that they're putting a hiatus. They're just stopping it. They're stopping spending the money. Oh. And which that's weird. Why? Exactly. That's a good question, Kevin. Mm. So, anyway, um, that's one. Uh, let's see. This is the one that really uh, caught my attention, and this is what I was going to bring up earlier. I think, um, was it when we were talking uh, to Brandon? 
Um, no. When were we? We talked about Zillow and Redfin. Oh yeah. Um, I was talking about how they're, yeah. they're doing all the layoffs, right, 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 in those departments yeah. and different things like that. Yeah. If if you don't remember, go back and listen to the episode. Anyway, Zillow Zillow has a, a home flipping a department, right. as does Redfin. Most people right. don't realize that that they are they're actually property acquisition companies as well as listing companies, um, and those are divisions within those companies, and they're scaling back on those divisions rather sharply. Like mm-hmm. there, it's like a thirteen percent layoff company wide right. at Zillow, which I mean. <laughs> Look, if you have complete access to all the properties right. that are being sold <clears throat> and what they're being sold for and what people are buying them at, it seems like you having a house flipping business is a little bit of a conflict of interest. However, if it's not a conflict of interest, well done, sir. Uh, yeah. <laughs> well, also, like... How are you doing so poorly that you now have to lay off 13% well, that, of your employees? Or, or is it you're doing so poorly or just that is just a complete foreshadowing of what That's, is coming? Which was my point. Like, yeah. I, they obviously, they're seeing something in the data. Right. They know something right? we don't. And so here's, this is, this is an article out of The Guardian. Okay. Oh, um, okay. Which, which is a Euro, you know, yeah. European, but which, okay, will make sense when I read the headline. UK homo- homeowners... Forced to settle for below asking price, Zoopla says. Apparently, Zoopla is like a, I don't know what that is. Z-O-O-P-L-A? Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah. And it says, property website data, which I assume that's what Zoopla is, uh, shows housing market is slowing with a 44% less demand for homes mm. and sellers accepting 3% below asking price. 3%, huh? Yeah. Wow. <laughs> poor, poor old chaps. Well, <laughs> y- you know... Up until recently, it's it's not been irregular for people to be paying above asking no, price. No, I paid a whole lot more above for my house than what right? and, and it was so, asking. Yeah, for. like and I'm like you, oh poor them. But it's a sign of what's happening. There's there's a you know a less demand, which yeah. means there's more supply. Sure, which means that those that are on the market are going to have to drop their prices they if they to. want to move the product. They have to, and and so it's it's just going. It's it's already happening in the UK. I think we're starting to see it here now. And you know, you you have companies like Zillow and Redfin that are like the writing is on the wall. Mm-hmm. Like we're 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 going to see a price decrease. Right, and we're all like, and I I forget which episode it was we were talking about. We're already seeing real estate agents bail oh yeah and i'm not i'm not i'm not saying anything bad about real estate agents no but what i will say is we had a lot of johnny come lately's jump into the market in covid because it was it for them it would look it looked like easy money sure and it was and it was they yep. i mean like people jumped in and they were able to make really really easy money and you know even even seasoned uh, real estate agents, they were making good money still, even mm-hmm. though we had so many new agents in the market sure. because the margins were so high. Sure. You know, the, the, what they were getting, they were still getting like the same percentages, but they were just making so much more because the prices were so much higher. And and now I think you see some of these people who don't know how to actually network, how to run their businesses, how to run themselves as a business right. that are going, well, I, this is too hard. Yeah. Yeah, and here, here's what's... This was so easy when I got in. It was. <laughs> so here's what's funny, and, and this is why I, I think that those of you who are listening right now, I, I think it's wise to listen, not necessarily to us, <laughs> the people that that we talk to, I'll sure, put it that yeah. way, and learn and, and truly educate yourself, because here's what happened with me. We had been working on 
the idea of selling our house for a year. Mm -hmm. And we were trying to figure out when's the best time to do this, when's the best time to do this. And here's the thing. The housing market was nuts when we were talking about this. Mm -hmm. I mean, this is where, you know, people were buying houses for $100, $200, $300 over asking price. They were having 25 offers on a house within 24 hours. Yeah. Right? Like yeah. Just ridiculous things happening. And so we we could see that we were at some point we we're going to have to hit a peak. Mm-hmm. At some point, this is not sustainable. Right? The reason that the prices were so high is because the inventory was so low. Yeah. People were so scared to sell their house because they were like, well, what am I going to be able to get into? Yeah. Because I can't afford the current prices, so I'll just stay where I'm at. Well, and, and part of that was is builders were in a weird pinch. Like, they couldn't get yeah. material. They nope. couldn't get workers. Nope. And so we just, we couldn't build houses. Right. And uh, places that hadn't ever experienced growth before were all of a sudden experiencing exponential growth right. because a lot of people were leaving the cities, getting into, you know, suburban and right. more rural communities because everyone was able to work remotely. Yeah, so le- give me give me a bedroom. So that I can put my office in it. Right, right? yeah. And so people were telling us whenever we sold our house, I I was kind of looking at the writing on the wall going, there's going to be a peak here somewhere. Oh, yeah. And I knew, I mean, I I sold my house for way more than I should have been able to sell it for. Right. Compared to what I bought it for less than five years previous, Mm -hmm. I sold it for 50% more than I bought it for in less than five years, which is nuts. Yeah, that's crazy. So... Then people were telling me they were like, Kevin, you that you're crazy, you're crazy. Why would you sell your house? I mean, what are you going to be able to afford? Like, mm-hmm. you, you, this is a horrible time to buy a house. Blah 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 blah. And yes, <laughs> did I pay more for the house that we purchased than asking? Yes, we absolutely did. Did I pay fifty percent more than I should have? No, I did not. Yeah. And now, look what's happening. Mm-hmm. What's happening now, which is just a few months after we purchased our house, the housing market has just completely flipped. Yeah, but right? I also but I also imagine you're paying a much smaller interest that's rate the point. than what so, other people are having to pay right that's now. That's exactly right. Yeah. So I got in at four and a half percent interest uh-huh. on my house. And let me tell you, the numbers were rising right. whenever I got into my house. I mean, they were at like below three. Mm-hmm. And they were went up to three and a half. Into four, I got locked in at four and a half. By the time my loan closed, it was up closer to five, and Jeez. now it's eight, eight and a half. Maybe. Is it really? Yeah, it's it's high. Okay. So, so what's happened now that with the, those increase in in uh, interest rates, people are having to come down on their price because people can't afford it. Right. And so I got into this weird like vortex nexus area where yes. I paid more for the house than asking, but my interest rate was pretty low in comparison to what they are right now, and I got more for my house than I will ever get for that house again. Again, it will probably never... The people that bought my house, screw them, um, (laughs) they they paid way more for that house than they'll ever be able to sell it for, I think. Now, maybe 10 years from now, they would be able to do that, but they're experiencing a huge loss on it right now. And so... 
I I think I bought at the perfect time. Yeah, just, personally, just FYI, right now I think I think it had been at eight at some point in time. Right now, the thirty year fixed is at, sitting at six point six two. Okay, well that's good actually. I mean, yeah. in comparison to what it was, it got up like ridiculously high. Um, and it also looks like if you were to so th- this is something I I think a lot of people don't realize that if you are willing to pay on a shorter time scale, oh, you can get a much lower rate sure. sometimes. So like, like right now the 15, 15 year fixed is like six point oh two. Yeah, it's lower. Um, which is manageable. That's normal. Yeah, it is. And and so anyway, it's just one of those deals where it's like, you know, when's the best time to buy? When's the best time to sell? Who knows, man? Like, you just do your research. And at the end of the day, if you're ready to move, move. And if you're not, don't. Yeah. I mean, there's it, there's deals to be made. Yeah. Well, um, right now, there's really deals to be yeah, made. Yeah, there's some good. You're, I mean, because you have to. Because if you're going to pay a higher percentage, I can't pay a higher mortgage rate. Right, so it's it's give or take. I got to do one or the other. Yeah, and I think I think people are some people don't realize that because they're they're searching for properties and they see a price that looks like appealing, mm-hmm. and they they go to purchase it and they're like, "Holy crap! I can't afford this nope, now. I can't qualify." Or two years ago, I could have mm-hmm. like I could have afforded something almost twice this. I much. would hate to be a mortgage lender right now. <laughs> I mean, that would be it'd be like, look, I can't do it. Well, I told you, know? you the, about the guy that we're we're planning on having him in. I mean, it's gonna it's gonna be a minute because we've we've got so much going on in December. But sure, um, uh, Corey, my my real estate friend, introduced me to him. His his mortgage, he's he's a lender. Okay, um, and he was saying they have a new program right now where if you buy a house right now, um, and the uh, the rates come back down mm-hmm. significantly. Mm-hmm. They'll actually refinance your house for free. Oh yeah, that's not surprising. So I mean, like, but but they, I mean, like they're gonna have to do that kind of stuff. Yep. In order to incentivize people to get in, well, get that, into the house. It's interesting because my mortgage lender told me even at four and a half percent, she said, "Kevin, these the rates are going to come down. So it's not going to stay at four and a half. Mm-hmm. They will eventually come down." She said, "They're going to go way past it." Right. But eventually, they're going to come back down. We'll just refi. Right. Uh, and you can. Yeah. That's no big. And like, but you got to think about this. Like, even if it takes. Let's say it takes eight years. Okay. Right? So you're eight years into your 30-year note. Mm-hmm. Right? And and so then you can refi, and this is exactly what we did. Mm-hmm. You, can, you can refi into a 15-year or a 10-year note. Right. Why at not? a lower interest rate. Yep. Now, and your payments will probably not be all that different. Right. And that's exactly what happened to us, man. Sure. Is we, we caught that, you know... You did. 2.75, whatever it was. <laughs> so low. You know, and I, and so like we're going to be, I think we're going to, we're on track to be done in like eight years. Yeah. So, so you probably cut what, like five years off your loan? Oh, no. We cut way more than all. So, I mean, that. even if it was five, I mean, I, look, even we, if we you're cut just, like 15 years off, 15, even if you were paying a thousand dollars a month on a home, which you're obviously not paying. <laughs> that but if it was if it thou, the 12,000 a year times 15 goodness gracious you cut off a mortgage yeah <laughs> yeah so look i that's my point with all of this is you, you can't just be you can't live your life based on fear right oh what's going to happen here what's going to happen there look if it's right for your family then do it that's the thing we we moved in and this is what we told people it's like our kids at the time were uh seven and nine right they're now seven and ten almost eight and ten and i was like look if we waited another five years to figure out what might happen in the housing market before we bought land Mm -hmm. but they're almost done yeah I, i want i want my family to have some space yeah that's why we did it and at the end of the day choose your why 
Yeah. And if your why is your kids or the land or the lake or the urban neighborhood or the whatever, the pool, whatever it is. Yeah. Do it. Figure it out. And yeah, that's that's true, man. I mean, so many. I mean, I, I think what I hear you saying is spend spend your money on what you say matters. Sure. You and know, if you have to if you have to peel back on I don't know a, a, a Disney vacation mm-hmm. or a cruise or or a, a going out to eat three times a week or right. whatever it is, like peel back on something. That's the, those because many of those things are not going to be the things that your kids remember. Or, you know, whatever it is, whatever it is that's important to you or that you value out of you know your life and your existence. You know, stop stop spending your time and your resources mm-hmm. on things that like are, are insignificant. Right, and like what what just like drives me absolutely bonkers is like for 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 me it's it's like TV. I can't stand people who binge watch TV. Mm. It just bugs me to no <laughs> end. Um, and like, don't get me wrong, like I like a good movie, I like a good TV show, I get sure. into them too. Yeah. Um, but you you can be completely absorbed in what other people are doing mm. rather than what you should be about. Yeah. Um, and and you by the time you get done consuming those things, you have nothing to show for it. Right. Other than like fan knowledge, which who cares? <laughs> I mean, like you can take that to Comic Con, I guess. But like, you know, like, why? Yeah. But I mean, I, if that's your thing, that's your thing. That's your, well, and, uh, and and that that leads me to my next point. If, if homeownership is not your thing, then I don't know why you're listening to our show, first of all. But like, well, thank if, you for listening. But thank you for listening. <laughs> but like, so for it may not be for everyone. I know plenty of people are like, no, I don't want to own a home. Yeah. I, I would rather just not have any maintenance and not have any questions. I want to either rent or I want to live in an apartment. Okay, great. Honestly, like, there's part of me, mm-hmm. a very very small part of me. There's a part of me that goes, if I was like, maybe just my wife and I, mm-hmm. or kids, there's some cool things about apartment living. I mean, you've got tons of amenities depending uh-huh. on what you're, where you're at. Pool right there, you got a workout room, you got this, yeah. maybe a nice space to walk your dog. I don't know. Like, there's some things that can be kind of cool about apartment living. Right. It's not for me. Sure. But for some people out there, I get it. I know why you live in an apartment and you, I mean, I get it. But again, choose your why. Don't let other people tell you what your why is. Yeah. You know? Well, I, I will tell you, we've we've talked about me living in an apartment. Mm. Um, just because one of the things that we've talked about is selling this place mm-hmm. and buying a much bigger piece of property out of you know, out of town or out of state. Mm-hmm. Um, and me just commuting mm. from you know, week to week, month to month, whatever, however that works out. Um, and the numbers work out. I mean, like I could totally do it. I actually have an apartment at my office that mm-hmm. I could, I could live in and when I'm, when I'm here and I have to work. Um, but I, you know, I just really like this place, so I don't want to go. So I'm just trying to figure out another way to make that happen. <laughs> well, just make it a uh, part of your business <laughs> and figure it out. Yeah. People do it all the time. Oh yeah. Well, I, I actually, I have some ideas I'll share with you off here okay. uh, that I've, I've been I've been working on. Perfect. Yeah. Perfect. No, but that's about it. Yeah, man. I look. I, I there's we got some cool stuff coming. Yep. We got a brand new year coming in just a month, and I, I man, I keep coming back to you. remember. At the beginning, we had like 15 shows that we thought we might be able to do. And here we are, 223. <laughs> yeah. Still ramping, man. Yeah, we got some good I stuff. I think so. Got some in the tank. So share share this show with your friends, with your family. It's holiday season. Let people know what's going on. And uh, thanks for downloading 
today's episode. If you haven't already, go ahead and like, subscribe, uh, especially on YouTube. That would be really, really helpful. Oh, yeah. Subscribe over there. And uh, leave us a five-star rating and review. And, uh, yeah, we're here each and every Tuesday. Until next time, we'll see you later. See you.